Wow, Justin, did you just say hype? Hype? Okay. Justin, what movie were we talking about? Blade Runner 2020. Plus? 29. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Blade Runner 2049. Oh, that just reminded me. I actually wanted to watch the little anime prequels before I came on this thing, but I didn't. Whoops. Whoops. Oh, well. I think they, like, I actually had, I mean, just getting right into it, I guess. I had some friends that watched those prequels, and they're like, oh, it was really important to the story, and oh, I feel it, like I got most of it, just <laughs> knowing the titles of those things. It's like about the blackout and all that sort of shit. Interesting to our discussion is that Grant has not yet seen the movie. Okay. You but. can ruin it for me. I don't care. There's only one real, I think, one real spoiler in the movie. Uh, there's a couple, I suppose, if you really want to dig deep. I'm just thinking of one. Harrison Ford isn't a replicant. That's what I was going to ask you guys. So apparently because he's alive 30 years later and he's old now, that, that's pretty much proof that he was not a replicant. Pretty much, I think. Okay. Unless, I don't know, he was designed to be old age or something. I don't know. They went into this whole thing where they were like... So I guess like the it like kind of starts out um, J or whatever Ryan K. Gosling K K K I, I was going with ML uh, MIB names. Either works. Yeah, I know. Uh, that's why I was getting confused all the time. Uh, K. He uh, went to this one guy who was a replicant. He was a replicant, right? Dave Batista. That was Dave Batista. Pretty sure. The guy who was in Guardians. Pretty sure. Oh, okay. Batista. Didn't recognize him without his paint. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he looks different without his Drax paint on. You never watched WWE when he was on No, I, there, I yeah. never got into wrestling and all that yeah. shit. I know you were, or are, I don't know. Well, the very beginning of the movie... It's funny as fuck. How could you not be into it? <laughs> the <laughs> very beginning says there's an important... The Wallace Company thing. Yeah, so the Wallace Company this, got bought out by... No, no, no. The Jared... Leto, right? Is that him? The evil dude with like the pointy beard? Yeah. Hipster looking right. fuck. He's Mr. Wallace, who apparently pioneered protein farming, which means farming bugs or something. Yeah. Because it's the future. And the globalists want you to eat bugs. Well, I mean it's it's supposedly, you know, smaller carbon footprint than beef, which is like the biggest carbon footprint food that beef you Beef tastes eat. better though. Oh well, yeah. No shit. Um, so he, he pioneered this farming thing during a famine, so he made a lot of money off of it. And he bought the leftovers of the Tyrell Corporation, yeah. and he used his money and his know-how, because apparently this translated from farming, to, uh-huh. yeah. To I, 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 make, maybe it's like an Elon Musk thing. It's like, oh, how does maybe PayPal translate yeah. into cars, translate into rockets? I don't know. Okay, true. Maybe he's like an evil Elon Musk in the future, but... He gets uh, the Tyrell Corporation and uses their whatever the research they had to figure out how to make androids that didn't go insane. So now there's a bunch of synths that are mixed in with regular society. Even though people don't like them, they're not like crazy killer machines. Yeah. And I guess his vision for the future is one where he has like a galaxy or universe full of these synths pretty much that are his children so he would have in his mind you know millions or billions or trillions of children across 
solar system and galaxy and stuff was his vision. Well, apparently we're now on 19 or 18 planets or something. Yeah. Because his whole, his claim to fame is like nine more planets in X years or whatever. Mm -hmm. So whatever. But yeah, he wants to like the way he sees it right now, like sort of the impasse he's at. He's like, well, the only place we can make sense is in our factories. But this fucking Tyrell dude, he figured out how to make a goddamn baby from a synth like natural impregnation and whatnot, which is like sort of the mystery of the movie. It's like, who is this person? Who is the, you know, the child that was born? Is it Ryan Gosling? Uh, that's what you would be thinking the whole oh, movie. Okay. And then it fucking does a double, like, fist fuck on you. Like, okay. Eh. I, I don't know. I was getting that feeling. It's like, oh, okay, well, it's probably Ryan Gosling because it's like, oh, it's the main character. And it's like this one person you had in like a 10-minute scene type thing the end of the movie it's not revealed what <laughs> what <laughs> that's what it was yeah ryan gosling's a replicant i guess they try to make you think that he's not but well they try and make you think that he's like the special like replicant baby or, or he's not like a he's not factory constructed he's yeah, he didn't come popping out of the tube like a you know taco bell burrito or something <laughs> that, that looked like the popsicle things you freeze and snip off <laughs> there is a really funny scene that I mean if nothing else you should just watch the movie for this scene um, the way the replicants were being like like the end result of the replicants being put out in this factory was like a vacuum sealed bag that just like got cut open at the bottom and they fall it on the floor with like a bunch of like gack falling over them that was like clear <laughs> so and then it's like hey you're alive you're alive uh, you've got imperfections it just like slits her throat or stomach or something I can't remember what but nice it was it was, it was kind of funny just like wow this guy is really just cold Ooh. and heartless I mean, he's super evil yeah it was like oh this is the evil dude like <laughs> this is the bad guy yeah I mean he wants one million dollars type thing and what does he really want? He he wants He the, wants to figure out how Tyrell got a replicant to be able to have another baby. Yeah, to become impregnated and deliver a child. Of an indeterminate progeny. Could be a replicant and a replicant or a replicant and a human because he wants to have his replicants able to have children, so he has like multi trillions of So he can pretty much place himself as, you know, God of the replicants. And they'll outnumber humanity so much that he just gets to be in charge of everything. Yeah. Pretty much. He already seems to control the interstellar world because part of their whole plan when Harrison Ford is not going to, like, tell them whatever secret he knows is, like, oh, we'll just take you off planet Earth and torture you to death or something. So apparently he enjoys absolute power off-world. Yes. That's what it sounds like. Where the rule of law is still, you know... There, although they've killed all the midgets um, on Earth, but Ryan Gosling, because he is a a um, a replicant, he's, he does some cool stuff. Like he's, I guess, programmed or whatever to be able to shoot his gun really fast, so he kills some hillbillies very quickly. So, this is in the junkyard, or yeah, in the junkyard. See, the problem with this movie, like, I would have much preferred to watch this in my own home than theater because of the length alone 
I didn't find that to be that. I don't know. Like three hours in, I had like a tiny little glass of water and I was like, damn, I should have went pee like an hour and a half ago because this is obviously the climax of the movie now. It's just me. Whatever happened to have movies having intermissions? Remember that? Titanic at intermission. But uh, like every time you watch a movie on Turner Classic or something, if it's a long movie, there's always like this like five minute intermission thing and like the old uh, Technicolor stuff. (laughs) I mean, hell, just have an intermission so you can sell more, you know, Sabaros or whatever in the middle of the movie. Like, yeah. Like, (laughs) there's there's some movies that definitely needed intermissions, like Lord of the Rings, like five minute pee break. But yeah. Whatever. Beside that, like, he did end up killing some hillbillies and, like, the... I don't know if the Wallace guy was a replicant, like you said, or if it was just, like, humans are getting a lot more, like, augmentation type things. I I don't think that he's a replicant. Okay. But, like, he had, like, a little, like, earbud thing that he wore to control, like, little floaty robots to, like have extra cameras or something. I think so. It was, he had extra eyes. Yeah. And then Ryan Gosling had like something that popped off the top of his car that sort of was like a little sentry drone, drone to like, Very you know, advanced drone. Scan the area. Yeah, like little like Siri <laughs> commands. It's like, Alexa, you know, scan no, the area. But that's uh, a minicon. <laughs> a what? That, yeah. He had a minicon. <laughs> Did you ever watch that uh, Transformers Armada I don't think so. On, uh, it was on Toonami a long time ago, but they were all at the the Autobots and Decepticons in that show were all after these little robots called Minicons, and if they like <laughs> attach themselves to the Transformers, they give them like enhanced powers and stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they have he has a Minicon. Yeah, pretty. That's his ear. Well, he would. He kind of has two because he has like a virtual girlfriend that's just a hologram that he carries around in his pocket. Oh no no. Jared Leto has the thing attached to his ear. Ryan Gosling has, has, has the, the pillow. Girlfriend and the, has the virtual pillow. Yes. And the drone. And the drone. The sent for his police car. But yeah, I think it's just like sort of showing that like, you know, this, the, the future is sort of going more, more towards, you know, yeah, there are replicants who are, you know, fully synthetic, but people are also getting robotic parts and stuff like that in this but universe. But Ryan Gosling has a, like, iPhone girlfriend because um, he can't reproduce because so, he's a replicant? Is that... Well, I think it was... I don't he's think, Ryan Gosling. It wasn't just... I mean, the way they marketed it in the movie because they had, like, giant billboards of, like, oh, get your own... Whatever the fuck joy. It was called. Joy. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Your own joy today. And so I think it was, like, rep, or marketed to everyone. So it was just, like, you know, a bunch of lonely neckbeards who can't get girlfriends would get this thing. But who wants to date a replicant? Other replicants? I I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But uh yeah, he had like a little pocket girlfriend and the one of the big points of the movie to make it, you know, actually have her, you know, be able to be be able to be killed <clears throat> was she got an upgrade so she could go on a little, you know, cell phone like device so he could carry her around outside his apartment. <clears throat> she got a, a mobile emitter. Yeah, and okay. then they turned off the iCloud backup at some part in the movie, and it's like, oh my god, I can die now. Because the Wallace Corporation makes this software too, and Mr. Wallace has like a completely loyal slave android assassin lady secretary. Yeah, 
So this movie sounds to me, as a person who hasn't seen it, like a lot of things I've seen before just combined in a yeah, new and interesting it's way. It's still definitely the Blade Runner. It's it's 20, no, 30 years after the first one's set because the first one's in 2019. Yes. So this is like 30 more years of that same world, so it still has that really used up kind of like Ryan Gosling. It's even more used up in a lot of the scenes because it's like when they went to like the protein farm yeah like anything outside the city it was just like wasteland almost just like gray everywhere pretty much um and like his apartment that he lives in is pretty small and it has you know the shower in there is like 99.9 percent pure water and it blasts him for three seconds and that's the shower yeah it's like okay well <laughs> that's all you get <laughs> You have to put like a coin in for more. No, but it's like everything is severely rationed, and he has like he has to walk around with a scarf over his mouth outside because it's always like snowing ash and shit at night. Yeah, he's a replicant though. Why does he need that? Well, I, he's the, like a three D printed human though, so he still has frailties. Yeah, that, that's oh. that's really what they made it more in this movie about. Like that, replicants are humans, just bioengineered humans, pretty much that come out of a plastic tube. But he has, like, super strength and stuff, right? And reflexes. I think that's what the... I mean, that's what I mean by, like, bioengineering. It's like they're meant to be super strong, super fast, but completely, you know, obedient and loyal to whoever their owner is. And the Wallace Corporation above that sort of thing. So it's like they've more perfected the replicants in this movie, but they still don't know how to, you know, pop out a kid of one of them. I mean, honestly, it's... I, we're talking about the plot, but the visuals, I think, of the movie, the visuals and the music are, I thought, worthwhile, even yeah. without, like, the complication of the plot. No, no, no. Like, I all mean, of the, the Wallace Corporation scenes are just as fucking weird as the Tyrell Corporation scenes in the old one. I did like, I, I liked, <laughs> like, really strange to like this, I think, but the one scene where they were going through the old archives to, like, find out about... um the Deckard interview with... Uh, oh, they found the chip? No, it was... They were looking for Deckard's interview with um, whoever that girl was in the first movie. I was, Rachel? Know, Rachel. Um, because Rachel's body was found at the start of the movie at this protein farm. Oh. Or so, her, her bones were found there. Yes. Ryan Gosling... He does a lot of actual detective work, so he finds her bones, and that kicks off this mystery of, like... Hey, wait a minute! Why is there a replicant buried out here that also has a, like a scar on the bone indicative of childbirth? Like, whoa! Yes. So he actually does real detective stuff in this movie, yeah. Versus it, it, Harrison it Ford, who a did detective. nothing, who impersonated a, a titty booth inspector to try to awkwardly <laughs> murder, murder a prostitute. Like. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, it, it there is more detective elements to it. Um, there is a little bit of the zoom enhance scene that we all hated from, you know, the original Blade That's Runner. That's with the drone, too, though. Like, stop, forward, back, um, level six. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just as stupid in this movie as it was in the other one. But I guess it was like, oh, well, the text there, and that's how it works. So, uh, I mean, it's, it's still definitely Blade Runner's universe because it has, like, ads for Atari, ads for a bunch of Japanese shit. Yeah, all of Mr. It, Wallace's it does still little... Feel like that. 
Japanese American fusion. His his neck plug things for his various whatevers are all they have like Japanese on them in the little box he keeps them in. Yeah. They have uh Russian uh vodka advertised by the dancing ballerina for the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. Because the Soviet Union's still around in this one in this universe. I mean the original was a you know a product of the eighties when it was still around. So. That's what I'm saying. It has all the same stuff yeah. going on. It's not like they fucking turned it upside down like Which is know. good. That's something I was worried that they would like this would be total recall twenty twelve. Yeah, I was trying to think of a reboot that really did that horribly, but Total Recall twenty twelve <laughs> Yeah. Did a pretty good job of ruining that idea for everybody. <laughs> no, it, it was it was still, you know, true to the original and the Harrison Ford, you know, plug in there. It wasn't really a plug. It was, you know, he was central to the plot. It wasn't like Star Wars where he just, you know, got iced after, you know, 15 minutes of screen time. But he makes sense. Yeah. Because, like... Ryan Gosling talks to his boss, who's basically his his massa on the plantation, because he's treated like pretty much like a piece of property by the police department. Like they bring him back in and make him pass some kind of psychological test, and then tell him to go back to his little shoebox apartment and wait for further instructions. And he just he responds to his boss like, "Yes, what's like, milady or ma'am or something?" He's just ma'am, yeah. No, it was something else. Milady. <laughs> it's not milady. I, I, Did he have a fedora? Madam. Madam? Oh, yeah, okay. it was Madam. Like, it's all just like, yes, Madam. And then she comes to his apartment and, like, forces him to talk to her and just a bunch of weird shit. But one of the things that they eventually get on is that he has, like, memories that are supplied to the androids or synthetics, whatever you want to call them, so they can have, like, realistic... So they don't go insane. That was the problem in the yeah. first movie. So they basically get childhood memories, but the childhood memories are sometimes, you know, reused between. Well, they're, 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 or... they're it's like they're copied. It's like it's like bloatware. It's copied to all of them. So even he goes like in this mystery because he starts to find clues that it might be not just a, a made-up memory for him that he might have been like he was a real boy or something. So that's why his brain is trying to process this. Yeah. And then he finds out that it's not him, but the memory is like common to all androids. So it might be somebody's real memory at some point, but like every android thinks of this or something like it. Yeah. They have well, like default installed memory. So multiple androids have this memory. Yeah. It made it sound more like, you know, there's, you know, a base set of memories and you sort of get, you know, a shuffled of... You get a mix of them, yeah. Yeah. But he, like, he's just, I guess, the only he's one to ever... on this one memory. Yeah. Nobody else seems to have this memory, and so that sort of leads him to a... the person who makes the memories for Wallace. And it's like, okay, well, yeah, that is a weird memory. Bye. I'm like... It's a weird memory, but it's also an implant, so he finds out that he's not... You know, obviously not. Yeah, he's not like the special kid or whatever like that. Yeah, he's just a regular, you know, Ryan Gosling model android. Model K. <laughs> model K, right? <laughs> yeah. And then, I don't even know. It's a little jumbled in my mind, this movie. Something well, he goes like and finds the bones. He fights Dave Batista because Dave Batista is one of the last um, ne- Nexus 7s. Yeah, he's one of the old school the ones. The crazy ones. Nexus 6. 6. 
Yeah. I think maybe Ryan Gosling's a Nexus 7 then. Whatever. Dave Bautista's one of the crazy ones, and he... That's so how he's, he's how is he still alive? That's the thing, is that some of them have just not flipped off. Yeah, like, I guess they just fucked up programming their, you know, kill switch after four years or whatever. They just continued. So then they just get crazier and crazier? Uh, well, I mean, he ran a protein farm. He sort of seemed he like seemed he to wanted to just live by himself yeah. and not be bothered for the most part, but... I guess like it's the, just sort of, you know, the protocol of, you know, Wallace or the government or whoever. The government. The government. That's what Madam tells them is that they're just so dangerous like they have. Yeah, that you basically have to kill them. Like, despite this guy living in the middle of nowhere, just, you know, farming his little bugs. Like They all have to be hunted down and killed because they never know when they're going to snap, apparently. There's only, like, what, 10 of them missing still or something because Wallace has, like, a trophy room. <laughs> what? When... Creepy assassin secretary lady is walking down to Wallace's office. Oh, I thought those were just sort of like... The prodigal androids, like the missing 10 or whatever that never died. I, I always... I know, I thought that one scene where they're walking down the stairs and they have like the replicants like lining the staircase or whatever. I thought that was sort of just like, oh, this is like the first Nexus 1. This is the Nexus 2. Like displaying the models as it goes down there. But When you get... I think it's like near the bottom. There's a bunch of different tanks. Oh. And, and one of them is Dave Batista. Oh, I must have missed that. Well, it, it looks like him, but like is one of those... Um, the exhibit where they preserve the bodies with the rubber... What the fuck is that thing called? The traveling exhibit of like the human bodies that are all... Oh, body world. Yeah. That thing where it's like the muscles and bone. Yeah. Dave Batista looks kind of like that. Like, I guess they, I don't know, made him. Flayed him? Yeah, oh, a little bit. wasn't paying attention or something. <laughs> Eating my snow caps. They peeled his skin off a little bit. And Is that what you had in the theater? Justin? Yeah, Justin, I actually spoiled myself with snow caps. <laughs> what, what else did you have? Did you have a drink? Some water. Like a little just tiny a, thing. Just a water. water. Did you have any no milk duds or anything? No, or? It's just snow caps. Mike and I. Like, Damn, I haven't had snow caps in forever. Sabaro? Do you have any Sabaro? Snow caps. That's Where'd you see it? At the Kenwood Theater? Kenwood, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, they have a nice selection of stuff. And at there. least it's like, I don't know. I mean, support your local theaters that aren't like, you know, the big AMC, whatever chains. Support your local Cinemark location with... <laughs> <laughs> they're not Cinemark. Turbo they're recliner. Like, you know, they're independent. they're independent. Yeah, they're independent. They own three theaters around here. Yeah. I mean, I was making a joke because I saw it at one of the big soulless corporate places that has a cushy experience. Sparrows and ICs <laughs> everywhere for you. And, and the handicap row with nobody in front of you and a wall behind you and a nice showing that nobody went to. So, yeah, it was great. I remember. There were probably like seven or eight people in my showing. And I went to like, I was being a cheap ass. Um, I went to like the first showing of the day and it was like $6. Me too. Yeah. 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 Plus my snow caps. <laughs> <laughs> so Ryan Gosling's boss comes over and eats some snow caps. And then she How tells... How long did it take you to eat the snow caps? <laughs> they lasted most of the movie. I know you probably want to eat snow caps, but the bottom was just like all sprinkles, and I got them all in my hands at the end. I'm like, ah, shit. What am I going to do with this now? <laughs> what did you do with it? I just scooped it back into the box until I got a bunch on the floor. <laughs> oh, you didn't eat the sprinkles? I'm not going to lick my hand like a savage, at least in a movie theater. <laughs> do it in my own house. <laughs> how many How many people there were there with you? 
like seven or eight, I think. It was dark in there. They wouldn't have seen you. <laughs> I was off to the side. I probably wouldn't have noticed. In oh. the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So I don't remember why his boss went to his house or his yeah. apartment. Yeah. I don't remember that scene. Again, this was like two weeks ago, so. Yeah, his boss went to the his apartment. Okay. And then tells him ultimately that the the replicant had a kid, so they need to find the kid and destroy it because it's the worst thing ever. Yeah, they don't know if it'll go crazy or if it's like a dangerous society or it's probably just being information fed from Wallace so they can study the kid. Yeah, Wallace wants them to get it because creepy assassin secretary shows up and tries to take evidence out of the evidence room because Wallace is like, aha, I found the android who gave birth. Now I need to study everything about it. Yeah. So instead of going through like proper, you know, shady channels, he just goes straight on like, you know, stealing evidence, which I don't know. That seemed out of place personally for like, you know, him. I always thought he'd be like a little bit more methodical. Like it's, that's the, that's the air he gave off. But instead he's just like, Hey, assassin lady, go steal this shit. So Ryan Gosling ends up going to, um, what, like East Los Angeles or something, which is now like a giant garbage dump yeah, full of like little Jawa sand crawlers and stuff and, and huts full of slave children sorting old electronics and like pulling them apart. Yeah, it's basically what you would imagine in like a uh, sweatshop, but somehow they've like onshored it to like East L.A. <laughs> So all the kids are pulling apart all these electronics from, you know, our time apart by hand because it's all junk now to recycle the materials because they need them for off-world colonization or something. Just need them like uh, scrap. The shady-ass dude who runs the whole thing, like he just sells it to whoever. Yeah, apparently uh, he sells children as sex slaves and stuff and nobody cares. Did that come up? I mean, I don't remember that part. Ryan Gosling's like, I need to see your records of all your legitimate placements, like, and your private sales. Oh, it's sort of implied like that. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I'm too innocent for this world. <laughs> <laughs> because he thinks that the the kid in question would have ended up at this orphanage, quote unquote, where they pull apart electronics, and he doesn't find it because the record's been torn out of the book. Don't don't don't. Yeah, like of this 2,000-page book, like the three pages from that year where the child would have been placed, it's like ripped out. So someone obviously got there first and wanted to stop whoever was looking for the kid in their tracks. Detectiving. Yeah, I mean, it actually feels like a detective sort of thing like with the leads he's following and stuff. So I'll give him that. When he finds Harrison Ford in what's left of Las Vegas. Yes. For I don't know why. Some reason Harrison Ford liked Las Vegas. I think it was like Las Vegas got bombed or something, and it was like irradiated, is what I sort of gathered. Like it, there was some sort of event that happened there that basically made it like everyone died, and the area was like mostly uninhabitable because I mean he was the only guy living there, and like but all the buildings and stuff were still there for the most part. That's where he went after Kylo killed him. Yeah. Um. And he hangs out in a hotel. And he's just hiding out there because, I mean, he's technically still wanted from, you know, the first movie after he ran off with Rachel. So 
So is he actually in the movie or is it yes. just a cameo? He is in the movie for a significant portion. <coughs> and I mean, he plays a significant role and he doesn't get, you know, Kyloed in the movie, which I totally thought he was going to be. But you don't yeah. really miss him when he's not there. No. I mean, the movie is still, you know, decent without Harrison Ford. He's included in a sensible way because Brian Gosling's investigation leads him to Deckard because he was in contact with Rachel. Yes, he did the interview with Rachel and somehow they found something in the Wallace archives of the interview with Rachel, the, I don't know what the fuck it's called. I always think of it like the current Vonnegut test. The Voight-Kampf test? Voight-Kampf, yes. Close enough. There's a K and a V in there. (laughs) The empathy test. Yes, which had been replaced by the creepy thing that they do with Ryan when he comes back to base now, but... um. Creepy, okay? Uh, I, I can't really describe it. It's just like word association things. They just like shout words when he's supposed to say something after what they say. And if he like stutters or like pauses for like an additional like millisecond, it's like, oh, your readings are off. That thing, it's it's weird. Anyway. Oh, that doesn't sound that creepy. It's all it's, like kind of weird. I thought you were going to say like they like did something really creepy, like like put their fingers in his ass or something no 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 i mean it's just like creepy in the sense that there's like a camera like right up to his eyeball or and he's like in a white room just like sitting there and they're like you know you murder your girlfriend affirmative or something like that it's like what the fuck like it's all emotional stuff though yeah but he just says affirmative after everything it's kind of strange yeah interlinked interlinked is that yeah that's one of them okay it it's strange but i don't know it was a lot creepier than the Kurt Vonnegut test. Anyway, Harrison Ford, the Kurt Vonnegut test. Ryan Gosling tracks him down and says, Hey, I think Hughes needs to help Smooth with my investigation. Yeah, and Harrison Ford's like, Get the hell out of here. No, I can't. I'm here to be alone. And Ryan Gosling says, Whatever happened to your daughter? I well, know. no, he says, Whatever happened to the kid? Because at I know that you point in the movie, her. he still has like an inkling of like, Oh, that's it's him. Okay. So, oh, whatever happened. Oh, yeah. Well, I had to abandon my child, so no one would ever find it. Or like, you know, <laughs> he was sort of doing that thing as like, you know, oh, the best thing for her was, you know, for me not to be part of her life because then, you know, her life would have been screwed up as mine. Because I ain't got the money for that fucking child support, bitch. Yeah, I don't know if yeah. they have child support in this universe. I'm guessing not. Based on their orphan children problem solution system they have <laughs> yeah um but eventually there was some tracker at some point in the movie placed on brian cosling and well they can locate any android anywhere apparently no, there was a tracker that got put on him by assassin lady oh okay onto his car or something they had a lot of trackers going on her computer screen yeah i think so I don't know. But no, there was like a scene where it like was specifically like slipped into his coat or his car or something. So like oh, okay. they actually tracked him to Las Vegas. I thought they were tracking his little mobile emitter, but No, they took that offline, so like he was thinking like, Oh, I'm all safe. Oh, they broke the antenna, that's right. Yes. Okay. So, you know, that was the only there's no iPhone backup anymore, like <laughs> Only one from three hours ago, and if you get a text message, you're screwed. I was going to say, whatever happened to the version of her from last night at 5.30 in the morning? Stupid. Like, like, the time machine backup? Yeah, where's the fucking time machine backup of this bitch? Like, that would have been really funny, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whatever. Um, but they track 
they track him to Las Vegas and after, you know, a little bit of character building with Harrison Ford and Ryan Gosling, they bust all the windows and kidnap Harrison Ford, beat up Ryan Gosling, and destroy Siri or whatever. <laughs> Joy, whatever. Her little thing that doesn't have backup is like, no, Kay, I love you. And then, and then Harrison Ford is at Mr. Wallace's office, which is in the top of a pyramid on a floating platform in the middle of like a creepy Japanese Zen pond. Yeah. Well, I sort of thought that was like showing some of the excess kind of in this movie. Cause like they were all like water rationing and shit like that. So it was like, if he has a giant pond, he just like sits in. It's like, okay, well you're loaded. That's what I got. They still I, have all the orange lighting in the whole place, which I guess they didn't replace from the Tyrell. I think he's just weird. He's weird. So he just moved into the Tyrell building? Um, I don't think it's the Tyrell building, but it has the same aesthetics at some extent. Like all the lighting is the same, but it's a lot like... The Tyrell building is still there, but it looks like it's just locked, empty. Like, Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's just a giant pyramid that's still lit orange on the inside. And instead of like creepy Victorian furniture and owls that spin their head, it's more Japanese sort of Zen garden style. Yeah, very Japanese. He has like a, it's a koi pond. That's what it is because there's a fish that jumps out of the water. Oh yeah, he did mention the fish. Yeah. I thought it was a frog, but I don't know. So he tries to be a creepy Steve Jobs and to get Harrison Ford to, I guess, tell him how his dick works. Yeah, and Harrison Ford obviously didn't know how these replicants worked other than like, yeah, you know, I sex with her and the baby came, you know, nine months later. I don't know what to tell you, man. And then Jared Leto says, huh? And then Jared Leto says, great. I have another Rachel I made for you. Oh yeah. And it's a CGI goo face. I didn't notice that. It was sort of a little weird looking, but Mr. Wallace got the eye color wrong. So Harrison Ford said that to him and then creepy assassin lady shoots her in the head. Yep. They're they're pretty like cold about you know replicants. It's like they know, don't they'll, care. They'll market them saying like, oh yeah, it's like your personal assistant. Oh, you're you know virtual lover. Blah blah blah. But like yeah, if like one has like a slight imperfection, it's like fucking useless and just you know ices it. Even in the beginning of the film, Dave Bautista does some WWE moves on Ryan Gosling and cuts him up. And uh, his boss says, "I'm not paying for you to go to like the body shop or something." Like. <laughs> Yeah, so he just glues himself back yeah, together. He, like, super glues his cuts back together. <laughs> Did he Batista bomb him? He, uh, like, choke slams him through a wall. Okay. So, pretty good. Yeah. It's like a WW. It's like a cage match kind of thing. So. Same sort of moves that were at the end of uh, the first Blade Runner, where they were, like, slamming through walls and stuff. Well, it's because he's also like Roy, one of the super strong Nexus 6 well, psycho I mean, androids. In Blade Runner, the first one, they were, you know, solid brick walls. And in this one, they were like shitty trailer dividers. So, I mean, a little bit of a difference, but yeah, still the same sort of strength. Of the Strawberries. Strawberries, yeah. Yeah. You get some jelly. Yep. And then Harrison Ford says, I don't know how I did it. 
And Tyrell says, okay, so if that's your final answer, I'll take you off-world on one of my creepy spaceships and sodomize you until you tell me. Or you die. I mean, it's yeah, sort of like die. a death sentence either way. Like, whether he talks or not, it's quick or slow death kind of thing. And he has nothing else to say, so it's like, well, shit, I guess I'm going to have a slow death. So they try to fly him to this LAX spaceport? Yeah, so they're like <laughs> in transit to LAX and... Ryan Gosling comes out of nowhere and shoots the car down or something. I kind of forget how he that forces them to land and they they crash land in the ocean outside of L.A., which now has a big wall around it because the ocean level's so high. Okay. And then they have a fight in the surf. Yes, as like the car that was holding Harrison Ford and the assassin lady is like slowly sinking, like they're fighting in the surf, trying to you know get to the car to save Harrison Ford or kill him or whatever person's goal well they both wanted to save him but one person cared a little less about saving him if she saved him she wanted to like try to take him back to lax spaceport yeah and torture him yep ryan gosling wanted to rescue him so he did yeah so yeah that was sort of the climax of the movie where i really had to go pee and it was like a massive water scene it's like fuck whatever he drowned a bitch yeah he did drown yeah drowned her drowned her ass in the creek you might say (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i'll i'll give it to the original blade runner the last scene in that movie seemed a lot more i don't know exciting more exciting than this one yeah or it's like a you know chase scene it's like is he gonna get you is he gonna get you or is this one just like punch punch choke a bitch for a bit punch punch time to swim time to swim punch ow yeah yeah i'll tell everybody you died I mean, fighting in water is difficult, but it's hard to make it actually look, like, exciting. But yeah. I mean, they weren't really fighting, though. Yeah, it was like 80% of it was like trying to hold the other one underwater, which is, like, not that exciting to watch as a final scene. But, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, without spoiling every mystery in the plot, it's pretty much how it goes. But despite all of that, like, making it sound, like, really boring and just, like, full of cliches and shit, like we were just saying, it's still good. I thought it was still worth it. I think it was worth seeing. I think it was actually a really good movie, but it's one of those things where I I think it's a movie you have to see. Yes. I, I know. I went in very skeptically of, like, I'm not expecting anything, you know, good about this. I, you know it's just going to be a movie I see and you know it was a pleasant surprise it was actually you know not a total fuck up like a lot of reboots or sequels are the music was good the visuals were good plot was robot Rachel but yeah what are you gonna I mean the visuals of the city like it's not yes obviously not a a real model it it really felt like you know the Blade Runner world even more used up. And I think we said that before, which was refreshing that it wasn't just like, Oh, Hey, we, you know, I phoned it all and made all white and shit. That's what I was thinking that if the, there's the other alternative is like the Blade Runner future, like the, the mirrors edge look where it's all. Yeah. iPhone. Yeah. iPhone. 
I was, it was good. It was effective. I think all the, the number of shots of just like something, a huge wide shot on the car flying, Ryan Gosling's flying police car going over everything. Looking like at the... Like establishing shot type stuff? Yeah, the establishing shots were really great. Especially with the music. No, like the music was on point. Like that was, it was good. Get that. It was on fleek. <laughs> I would give the music full credit except for the, the very end. I will deduct some points. The credits? No, the last scene. Oh, where yeah. stuff happens, which, I mean, I guess we'll save the last scene for Grant, I suppose. But Yeah, no, hey, the last scene's important. But, yeah, there's some, there's recycled music and it's annoying. Oh, you're talking about that. Okay. Recycled from the first movie? Yeah, but like in the Star Wars Rogue One kind of way where it's like, there's a little sprinkle for you. Just to tell you, like, oh, you should, you You're should still know watching this. a Blade yeah. Runner movie. This is Blade you? Runner. Like, yeah. here's where you should pay attention. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, is I mean, keeping the final scene vague here. Like, I know you texted me a little bit about it. Like, I still felt it was like a decent final scene for the movie. It was, it wasn't totally like you know that bullshit Inception ending, but it was. It was That's okay. pretty good. Yeah. Why? What is your problem with the Inception ending? Seriously, I don't understand why it's it's so divisive. I don't know. It's stupid. I agree with Justin. Why? Because like they obviously just put it there so people would talk about it. Because you don't see the thing like tip over. Yeah, and exactly, you see it kind of start to, but doesn't like nobody cared about the entire rest of the movie. Like, oh, it's just the ending. It's like okay, well. Did you watch the rest of the movie? Like, you don't need to see if it falls over or not. It's up Whereas to you. Whereas this one was it's actually up. like, you know, okay, well, the rest of the movie was good, and it's not a bullshit ending, so. I mean, it's, it still leaves some doors open if they wanted to do, like, another sequel or something. Blade Runner 2050. Yeah, but. <laughs> one year later. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because Wallace is still around. He didn't bite it. He's just a no, assassin and, like, lady. He, he's. Not really even in the movie. I mean, he's just like pulling a lot of strings, but it's like, yeah, he's not in the movie that much. So, I mean, he's still around. So it's like, presumably, shit could go down with, you know, the next movie with him, like continuing his hunt for the replicant baby or something like that. That is something I do know a little bit about. Apparently, this movie is way underperformed. Yes, at it the has. box office. So I don't know if you're gonna get another one. Um, Unfortunately, it sounds like a really good movie. No, I mean, well, it's one of those movies that you. The theater when I was there was plenty busy with people, just not in this screening. What were they going to see? Church group uh, of mine. Yeah, it was a church group, or it was an old lady retirement group, all going to see Boo to Medea's <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. So that's what sells. Medea movies. There were like three people in my theater, including me. Because the movie requires you to actually, it doesn't like. It's not spoon fed. Ryan Gosling doesn't look at the computer and then repeat the information like, oh, I just discovered this person. You have to actually pay attention to understand what's going on. And there's no lowbrow comedy like, you know, bitch, get out of the room. Get. Um. Can you think of any comedy in the movie? 
Aside from Harrison Ford being sarcastic a little bit. Yeah, there was that. Um, I'm honestly trying to... Th- it, like, it really didn't have, like, those action movie little jokes and jabs that are normally in there. It was very straight, you know, detective. A little bit of noir in there, but it was kind of... Eh, I don't know. Oh, the the creepy weird guy who wears the plastic smock who's like the um corner kind of guy oh when that's the only processing the bones the only funny thing i can think of he's just like oh these sick android fucks and looks at ryan guys and like oh sorry yeah yeah (laughs) that's that's it like that's the one thing i can think of um i mean unless you find it like kind of funny just like overwhelming power of like a replicant versus like a normal human because there is a scene in the junkyard where he just like shoots like seven or eight of these like java people and like it's just like you know stand the fuck down like i don't want to kill any more of you type thing it's well the east la scrapyard is like full of i don't know it was like mad max yeah it was like met people who live like in big shipwrecks and like are sawing them apart and selling them for scrap and shit yeah, so he lands his car there, and or no, he gets shot out of the air with a rocket when he like flies over the scrapyard because I guess they wanted his you know metal or something from the car, and then like immediately he just like crash lands and then takes out like you know seven or eight of these people that started surrounding him and like you know take me to your leader type thing. It was kind of funny, but not just a. That was funny if you're sick a android fuck type thing. Yeah. It was funny if you're a sick fuck. I enjoyed that part. That's funny to me. Okay. Glad we're in the same boat. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's a good point. To its credit, the movie's not... um, Yeah, it's not Boo 2. It's not Tyler (laughs) Perry's Boo 2. So you're saying that people should go see Tyler Perry's Blade Runner, A Medea Christmas? (laughs) Tyler Perry's Medea Blade Runner. Or Blade Runner, Medea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would be happy if this is, you know, the the end of, you know, the Blade Runner line. Like, I would feel like this is a fine... Like, I think it's going to be, based on the financial performance. Because I just, when you guys were talking, I pulled up an article that said it, it got beaten pretty bad in China, too, by, I don't know, yeah. some idiot movie. But I mean, I don't even think, like, now, there's something we can discuss, just unless you have something that? more to say about later in our 2049. I was just going to say, Ridley Scott probably doesn't want to do another one since he has a bunch of other stuff on his plate he wants to do, but then he's going to die. Like more alien movies? More aliens, more Prometheus, and he's going to die. What Grant just brought up. What's that? With <laughs> you made me think of with Chinese co-financing the trailers I saw. Did you see the trailer? No. For, you didn't see any trailers? Mm, I don't think really? so. Really? Really. Did you arrive late or something? Oh, the those trailers. I thought you meant trailers for this movie. Um, no, 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 no. At the movie. Did you see uh, Pacific Rim 2? Uh, I may have been eating my snow caps. <laughs> Pacific Rim 2, Chinese co-financing the movie. Oh, is there like all these like Chinese actors and stuff? In There's there? like a separate team of Chinese people. Oh. And they got everyone together for like three days to like, you know, do the, the co-op scenes. Yeah. That's great. I just wanted to mention that because we're going to have to watch that. So, Fun fact. 
Fun fact. I've never seen the first one. Oh. Hey. Gonna okay. have to watch Star Wars too. It's coming up in about a month. Oh no. Going on a Tuesday morning for that one too. Oh. Else. I think there'll be more people in that one. On a Tuesday morning. On a Tuesday yeah. morning. It's but it's Star Wars. People take work off for this shit and it doesn't come out on Tuesday, it comes out on like Thursday night. Friday I know, but like but. that next Tuesday, there's still gonna be people taking off work oh, to I... go see Star Wars. Yeah, there no. are there will be. Nobody no. sits in the handicap row, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. 